So what happens when your entire plan fails? What about a product fail? Or an entire company failing? It happens to a lot more people than you think. How could a seasoned entrepreneur building her third business not understand how to do it right the fourth time and experience an epic fail? What went awry? How did she not see it coming? Don't worry. I'll tell you all about it. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help mom entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about business blunders, ways that mom entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, I want to share with you how I built an entire product, a brand new company, and how it utterly and epically failed. The founding kit failed completely. I'm still bummed about it. It was such a brilliant idea. Members of my organization, the founding moms, kept requesting recommendations of me. Where can I find a fantastic service provider to provide X at an incredibly affordable price? They knew that I knew, and I was doling out service provider contact info left, right, and center. So I thought, wait a second, why not make it simpler for them? At the time, it was 2014, and I worked at Chicago's largest tech co-working space, 1871. It was just miraculous to be there at the time. Tons of entrepreneurs loaded in there to launch and grow and start companies that are now billion-dollar businesses. And at the time, my own little miracle happened. There was a bubbly business school graduate who bounced her way over to me one day, introduced herself, and asked if I needed help with anything. I said, actually, I did. Do you want to start a company with me? Tessa and I got down to business right away. We made a list of all the services any entrepreneur would ever want. She was super helpful. She had just come out of business school, so she thought of all of those loopholes, all of those issues, all of those problems that I never would have come up with because I don't have an MBA. Then we found experts and highly recommended companies that we or the people we were close to worked with to add to our list. We only wanted the best, the best and the brightest to add to the founding kit. We worked out deals with each of these folks. We got them to offer steals of a deal. I mean, the lowest of the low. And of course, we enticed them to do so by telling them that they would only have to offer such a low price in the first year because if their services were so incredible, of course, our buyers would re-up after a year. So it was a win-win for everybody, and all of them agreed. Then we moved on to a website. We designed such a stunning website. I wished I could describe it to you. It doesn't really work to describe websites over radio. So I'm not going to, but trust me, it was fresh. It was new. It was super cute. It was so stunning. Then we found a videographer. We were granted rare and exclusive use of the space at 1871 to shoot a video. We put together a script. We got folks all over 1871 to cooperate with us and be in this video. It turned out to be one of the funniest videos I have ever made to date. We were almost ready to launch. But right before we launched, I decided it would be a really good idea to survey our members 
Everybody loves a good survey, right? No, we don't love taking surveys, but entrepreneurs love to survey folks to just ensure that what they're thinking about will actually prove to be true. What better way to launch a service or product than to test it out on the market even before you provide the product or service, right? So we went ahead and we surveyed hundreds and hundreds of mom entrepreneurs at the time. We explained what the founding kit was, how it would provide incredible convenience, and we sent it out, heard back a resounding, heck yeah! They all thought the founding kit was such a great idea. This got us pumped. So we figured out the pricing on three different packages. We put together a very small package of three services. We did a middle of the road package with about eight services. And then we had the big kahuna with about, I think it was 15 services, all ready to go, all wrapped up with severely affordable pricing that in fact, folks at 1871, who were truly very experienced in the business world, came over, checked out our website and said, oh my, those, those price points are way too low. And we thought, great, it's gonna work. On launch day, we announced it not only to our email list, but we got press hit after press hit announcing the founding kit was here. Crickets. We heard crickets. Not a single sale came in. And I'm not talking about that day. I'm talking about for weeks and then months. We continued to knock on digital doors. We touted the founding kit wherever we went. I put it at the end of every single email that I sent out every single day of my life that year. Every speaking gig that I did around the country, I included a slide about the founding kit because it was a no-brainer to buy, right? Turns out, I learned a really big lesson that experience. We'll call it the educational piece. See, we never educated the masses about our new product value. I don't mean that we didn't have the services listed, that we didn't have pricing explained, but here's the kicker. So think about it in terms of two groups of people. 50% of the people who sorely needed one of our kits knew how valuable our product was because they already spent the money on those services and they wished they had gotten our amazing providers at our incredible prices, but they were satiated. They were full. They didn't need to buy the kit because they were all set and good to go. They didn't need that educational piece because they had already educated themselves. But the other 50% of the world, they all, who were mostly new to entrepreneurship, saw our website, they saw our providers, they saw our pricing, and they decided, you know what? I'm going to do a price hunt on my own. I'm not going to do this. This looks too good to be true. This looks like somebody's trying to rip me off or because I'm going to go out and do quote unquote extra research, I'm sure I can find a better deal. And what they didn't realize, mostly because they were experienced, was that buying things piecemeal solely because they'd convinced themselves that we were too expensive was ridiculous. They would totally have gotten a better deal by buying our founding kit, but we didn't educate them. So yeah, sure, maybe we could have had the 50% of folks who really appreciated what we were selling, but came into our universe too late. Go ahead and tell all the other folks how incredible 
our steal of a deal was. But it's not how it worked back then. We didn't realize we were missing this educational piece for a really long time. And by long time, I mean it took us over a year to realize what went wrong. If we'd had the knowledge, we would have educated people. But with this knowledge, you also need a huge budget. We would have needed to spend a lot of money on ads, on webinars, on educating people specifically about this one piece that they needed to know in order to make the purchase. If we were able to educate people about why, why the founding kit was such a good idea, we would have sold like hotcakes. But it turns out for one very experienced entrepreneur, me, and for one less experienced entrepreneur, Tess, there was no way that the two of us were able to put our heads together about this and come up with the solution to what we thought was just a lack of promo, which I even knew I had, but it didn't seem to be working. We were so bummed, we ended up killing it off. We wrote a letter, a sweet, sweet letter, to all of our potential customers. We posted it to the website and we let it sit there for a really long time in the hopes that maybe our sob story would have some people feel bad for us come in and make a purchase. In the end, and I'm not being facetious, we made two sales. Two sales. What I want you to take from this story this week is that if ever you have a brand new product or service that you want to launch on the market, before you think of surveying anybody, before you think about selling it, take a look around. Make sure that there is competition in the marketplace. Because if it's a product or a service that's literally brand new, nobody's ever seen it before, it's not going to go anywhere. And that is very counterintuitive. We often think that if it's completely brand new and nobody's seen it anywhere, it's going to sell like crazy because everybody knows they need it. It's going to just hit them in the gut and they're going to know they need to buy it immediately. But that's not how it works. We need competition in the marketplace in order for us and our products or services to stand out. And my tool of the week is bigmarker.com. If you host webinars, you're going to want to start hosting them on the bigmarker.com platform. Why? I've been hosting my webinars there every single month for the past six years because the entire company is dedicated to making sure that your webinar experience is perfect. So for viewers, they come on, they can see everything clearly, they can chat during a webinar, they have access to everything they need to get the most out of the experience that they can get. And for those of us who host, it's an incredible experience. They've thought of every single bell and whistle possible beyond your wildest dreams that you need to have at your fingertips while you're busy yapping at everybody watching your webinar. I highly recommend them. Bigmarker.com. You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Call or text me at 708-872-7878. Or if you're at a computer, go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast to record a message for me. Dig what you heard? Head to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. Thank you all so much. 
And thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.